What's up everyone? So this is Miles Lacoste and this is my first episode right now. And I don't know if it's only me, but for sure there's a lot of people who are stuck um during the process, especially like you tried to plot out everything that you need to do, everything that you want to do, but still your creativity is not, you know, it's not just kicking off the ground and you feel like you're not creative enough you're not productive so how can how can you really uh, turn that situation for being stuck into a productive one so there are a couple of things that we need to do i guess and first things first is you need to revisit your goal and why is it that you are trying to do what you're trying to do right now okay try to think about um what's the purpose and what's the why behind of your goal so that in that case it will ignite your spirit it will ignite your um energy and eventually it will it will lead to a productive day and i guess i know it's hard to be uh, feeling stuck in in a place where you don't want to because like i've been thinking to do some things um for quite some times now but every time i go to my computer and start you know start to create the things that i want to do there's a lot of distractions um even though i shut down all my social media um sometimes i go to youtube to search something to get more ideas but still i don't know where to start i don't know where to go and it's it's not it's not working basically so here's what i always do so as i mentioned i always revisit my why the purpose why i'm doing or what is the purpose why i am trying to reach that goal and then the second one is just start always start in the simplest thing and then um as soon as you start that one it will just lead to to um you know to be more productive from step one and then after you kind of um finish up or you know you get a glimpse of step one um step two will 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 just show up so uh, i always do that um things and sometimes i don't even overthink everything like it will just complicate everything if you will think about how i can get this perfected or how i can get this you know perfect as i can but you know perfection is a lie if you know that and as long as you keep creating you keep you know doing what you need to do it will just go and it will just settle in place because what we need to do is just to put the oil in the engine okay so just for us to keep going and you know for us to keep moving forward in every step of the way so let's say um every single day you need to track your improvements if you are improving or you are you are degrading right so it's very important for you to track yourself and then the second thing that you need to remember is 
just do it okay don't don't overcomplicate things because people doesn't want to watch a a perfect episode because people is there to watch you because they like certain parts or the whole parts of your personality that's why they will watch you they will keep going back at you so it is very important to just keep going okay so as soon as you think about it then just do it and then don't don't try to complicate your 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 work as long as you know that you are improving okay and number three in the last one is it's not really consistency but you need to weigh whether you want to um, publish a volume of content or you want to publish a quality content now if you have a team in place right now well you can do it um, you know you can publish um, volume and quality because you have a team um, of like-minded people who can um, do the same things as you are doing right now but more of a um, how can I say this more of a volume or you know a workforce that someone can edit your videos someone can shoot your videos someone can edit your social media update your content because as we self-made creator we we kind of you know do all those stuffs it's it's like we are just you know um, jack of all trades although we are more um, we are more expert when it when it comes to photography and videography but it's not the only thing that we do in a daily basis we also do um, act as a support you know of our social media or, or of our business that is why it's hard for you to manage everything but if you have team in place then all those um, section or area can be accommodated because you have a team in place but if you are a self-made creator which most of us like everyone I guess who started is just a one-man band but how can we really replicate um, to work for just ourselves to act as we are a team okay so the best thing for you as to do that is to automate things for example um, instead instead of sending an emails every single day you can just set an email um, and and you know save in in an autoresponder which is you know a software and there's a lot of software right now on the marketplace and then you know you can just set it schedule and every single day it will just send out emails because what we are trying to do as a self-made creator is we always find the days or the time to go out shoot film and then edit and then after that we also need to to take care of our business we also need to take care of our customers so it's really a complex you know and I think I'm going out of my topic right now because I just want to talk about 
how we can do something about it if we are stuck and we feel that our creativity is not kicking out or you know it's not working so um to recap what i mentioned is first things first just you know revisit your goal and revisit your purpose and why you are doing this so that um you will be um reignited you know your energy will be will be um triggered and hopefully um you will you will be more creative and then second is just do it okay don't overcomplicate things just do it because as we keep doing or as we keep creating it means we are moving forward and then step three if you don't have a team in place then try to automate as much as you can so that um the weight of work or you know the gravity of work can be you know can be distributed to the software that we can use because technology nowadays is pretty awesome and we can really leverage those technology to help us out to um update our social media to act as a support of our business to to gain and attract um, new customers or new like-minded people so i hope you get a lot of things or you know you you get a lot of value in this um podcast and i know this is my first time and i'm looking forward to putting out more content for you guys so if you like photography if you like filmmaking and then you want to monetize um that passion and turn it into a business so that you can do more and you know maximize your potential to be a photographer or filmmaker and just work for yourself and in the far you know future episode i will also talk about how you can um monetize your passion without tapping in to you know a brand or a client that will pay you okay you need because as we creators we need to know how to make money ourselves without those people okay because it's so hard to validate or to ask for permission those brands that maybe in the future we can work with you know to give us raise and you know give us the things that we want so i guess we'll just end this podcast right now and i hope you guys learn something in this podcast and if you do please leave me a comment down below so that we can discuss and if there are things that you want to cover then please leave in the comments down below so that i can make and share my experience with you guys in the future episode so without further ado don't forget to subscribe or to listen to this podcast and share this to your friends who you think will benefit from this so without further ado guys always do more what makes you awesome and then forge your lifestyle bye for now 
What's going on, creative artists? And welcome back to this episode. We are now in episode 004. And I'm so excited for you today because I'm going to be sharing with you the most common questions that most beginners ask is that, is there any difference if I shoot auto compared to manual? And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But before that... I hope you're happy and good to see your smile here and I hope you're ready to learn something today and moving forward. Right now, I'm just here in the parking lot and watching this circus right here because I am in Richmond and I just dropped off my wife because she is trying to learn how to drive right now and She's pretty excited and a little bit nervous, so I'm so excited for her as well. So, without further ado, let's dig into our topic for today. So, is there any difference between shooting auto or shooting manual? Well, there is, okay? And why other photographers shoot auto? Or why other photographers shoot manual? For the same and simple reason, okay? Because... If you want to shoot something and you want you don't want to uh, you don't want um, the camera to take control of your settings then you should shoot in manual mode but if you are a run and gun shooter um, especially if you shoot in sports or you shoot a wildlife um, you know photographs you can always use auto okay so There's not really a big difference between these two as long as you shoot in raw file, okay? Um, always make sure that you don't shoot um, in JPEG or you don't shoot in any other format except for the raw or if, you know, if you're a Canon user, um, you should shoot in um, Canon raw. If you shoot in, uh, if you use Sony cameras, you should shoot in CR2 or any other raw format, okay? Because no matter if you use a um, auto mode or a manual mode, since you are still going to post-process this one after you take the picture, you you know the difference is not really. You know, you know, there's not really a big difference because you still edit the photos, you still um, correct the white balance, and you sh you still um, do some post processing. So um, those are just the, the the main difference. Okay, so when is the best time for you to shoot in auto mode? Okay, so the best time for you to shoot in auto mode is when you don't have time and you you really want to capture that moment. Okay, so um, for example, um, uh, a moving a moving object. Okay, you can shoot in auto. Um, a moving. Um, if you're trying to capture the birds flying or an eagle that is flying above you, then you can shoot auto. Okay, and then when is the best time for you to shoot in manual mode? Um, simple. Um, sometimes you, if you want the blur effect, then you should shoot in manual mode. Why? Because if you shoot in auto mode, 
the camera will try to to change all the settings so that it can capture the right image without any blurriness without any um um miss exposure or you know um the camera will avoid for your photo to be underexposed and as well as overexposed okay the the camera will will detect those settings or those scenes that you have and then change all the settings right in time before you capture that picture and then um also one more um scene that is perfect for for um for using in manual mode is that um especially if you are shooting on night okay because if you shoot at night and you want that long exposure you, you cannot do that in auto mode okay you, you can only do that in manual or in a bulb mode okay most canon cameras um has this mode which is called the bulb okay and there is also a comb which is you can control and you know decide when to release the shutter and the bulb mode is al- almost still the same with that kind of feature okay so don't worry if you know like some of your friends uh keep um teasing you about oh how come you you are you call yourself a photographer because like you just shoot in um auto mode okay don't don't listen to those people okay it doesn't matter if you shoot in raw it doesn't matter if you shoot in auto mode as long as you shoot in raw file okay that's the big difference okay so um i don't care if you shoot in manual mode but if you shoot in manual mode in jpeg then like those those picture will not be usable in the long run because like jpeg file is very compressed and you know you can you can see the actual size like jpeg is only like 6 mb or 5 mb depending on the um depending on your camera but if you shoot in raw file your file should be somewhere like 25 mb or 30 mb it depends of what camera you're using whether you're using a full frame camera that can capture 30 to 50 pixels um megapixels or you just you know shoot in an average uh, consumer camera so that really depends on what camera you use but the quest the, the the main question in this podcast is it okay to shoot in auto the answer is yes Is it okay to shoot in manual? The answer is yes. Which one is better? The answer is it depends on the type of picture that you want to capture. It depends on your situation. If you want to capture a fast moving um object and you want to capture that right away and you don't want to miss that one, then you can just shoot straight auto mode. Okay? But if you have time, like you have 2 hours to prepare and then you can shoot in manual mode especially if your scene is not you know it's not moving it's not changing so you can just shoot in manual mode okay so if you're trying to um trying to come up with some kind of look which is you know if let's say you are um shooting in a sunset or if you're shooting in sunrise well you should consider um shooting in manual mode because you have 
tons of time to set up your camera, to change your white balance, and all those kinds of preparation. Okay, so I hope you learned something today, and we are trying to squeeze this um, podcast so that, you know, it won't take much of your time. Um, if you have five minutes, then you can just listen this right away, and then learn something from it. And then after you learn something from it, go and implement this, um, you know, knowledge that you just learned and go shoot yourself. No, not don't shoot yourself with a gun, but shoot, um, you know, the, the, the scene that you want through your camera. So I hope you learned something. And if you do, please put your comment down below and let me know what is your biggest takeaway of this lesson or this podcast. And if you know somebody who will benefit from this podcast, then go ahead and share this to them or Um, copy the link or tag them or just do whatever you want or do whatever you can to share this podcast to your loved ones without further ado i hope you're having a good day and i am having a good day and i hope to see you in the next podcast i hope to see you tomorrow and i promise that i'm gonna be sharing tons of value here every single day and this is gonna be my journal as a photographer as a cinematographer and as 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 a creator as a content creator so i want to help you guys if you have any questions don't hesitate to put your comment down below or let me know um connect with me through instagram at miles.lacoste and direct message me and let me know that you came from from this podcast and i hope you learned something always remember guys do more what makes you awesome you know the rest then forge your lifestyle adios see you next time good morning everyone it's miles lacos here again and welcome to our episode number three and today it's gonna be a special one because we're gonna talk about cameras and we will simply dig in about which camera should you buy if this is your first time or if you already have your existing camera is it worth it to upgrade so there's a lot of debate right now in the internet or maybe in youtube uh, about which camera should you get um, either DSLR or a mirrorless camera and should you go full frame or crap sensor will still do the job okay so we're gonna talk about in this episode and I I hope to see your smiling faces and I just love to talk to you guys and have a conversation with you if you learn something from the previous episodes please leave in the comment down below and let me know let the other people know what was the lesson that you learned and what is what was the biggest takeaway that you have okay so so that you know some people when they when they have a chance to read it they can they can have a glimpse of what these episodes all about and Of course, we're just gonna be digging to some topic right now, which um, some of you might be helpful, but some of you might be, you know, you already know this stuff. So, should you go 
or how about if let's let's define what is um, DSLR and mirrorless camera okay so DSLR is um, the traditional DSLR which stands for digital single lens reflex which means um, that that is why a Canon and some Nikon um, DSLR is huge and big because there is a mirror inside which reflect what the lens is seeing and reflects it to the viewfinder where you where you um, look at when you taking pictures so the light or the image that your lens is capturing will bounce um, back and forth to the to the mirror inside of your camera that that is why when you when you use a DSLR you can see the real-time um, look or you know the real-time scene of the image that you're taking if it's dark then it's gonna be dark even though you you are uh, you will bump up the ISO or you will bump up the uh, <clears throat> the um, sh- you know shutter speed go as low as you can um, if maybe you have a fast lens which can go lower than 2.8 or maybe it can go up to 1.2 you can really see the in real time and when you take a picture you don't know what's the output of that unless you you will you will check on your um, preview of how was the picture uh, when you took it, right? So that's like a simple description or, you know, definition of a DSLR. Now, when it comes to mirrorless camera, which stands for mirrorless, which means no mirror, right? So what is the uh, what the lens is seeing is will go directly to the sensor, which, you know, the, sens- the sensor... Um, is you know um, driven by pixels and the sensor will gather as much light as he can and then project that to another digital or electronic viewfinder so whenever whenever you see the viewfinder whatever you see in that viewfinder will always be the result or your final output okay so let's say um, you take a picture in a dark area or let's say you take a picture in during sunset so basically when you take a picture during sunset you know the 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 mood or the scene is almost you know how can i describe this almost like color red or really orangey type of look so if you are trying to to mess with the white balance and then you go, you know, as, uh, to the lower Kelvin, which is maybe um, down below with 4,300 um, Kelvin. The scene will start to change to the opposite side, which is the, the, the scene will look like a bluish. Instead of reddish, because it's sunset, your scene will, will be will look like bluish one because of the white balance so if you are using a mirrorless camera and then you you 
check your viewfinder, whatever you see in that viewfinder will always be the final result because your viewfinder is an electronic viewfinder. Okay? So, everything is electronic because there is no mirror. Um, compared to this LR, what you're seeing in your viewfinder will not always be the final result of the photo that you've taken. So, I hope... Um, I know this kind of information is a little bit technical and a little bit overwhelming, but um, as soon as you keep using your camera, if you have DSLR or if you have um, mirrorless camera, you will notice the difference, especially if you have both and you, you use them regularly. You will notice the difference between DSLR and the mirrorless camera now the pros and cons okay if you use a dslr what is what are the pros uh, the pros okay so the the pros is this dslr camera is somewhat kind of intimidating so if you go to a wedding and you cover the wedding it's better or it looks professional when you use a dslr because dslr are huge and you look like professional but if you use this mirrorless camera um, considering the size these cameras are small and when the people look at you you're just like using a toy camera that is why most professional photographer still use DSLR cameras because first they they look like a pro it's big and it's just it feels different when you use a DSLR camera in a certain type of event. Um, another um, pros, okay, is that there are tons of variety of lenses that you can use using a DSL, DSLR camera compared to a mirrorless one, because DSLR cameras has been around for how many years now decades and decades and you know lenses were developed for those type of cameras and like mirrorless cameras it was been up for a couple of years um from now um we are in 2018 right now and you know mirrorless cameras became popular since 2012 2014 somewhere those years and you know the development of lenses is still on the process although we can like see um, a ton of lenses popping out from different company from different third-party companies but these are cameras still have the wide variety of lenses now the cons of a DSLR is when you do a street photography or if you travel Considering the size, it's not ideal for you to bring those huge cameras, okay? Whether this is full frame or a crop sensor, a APS-C sensor, it is not worth it to carry those type of huge cameras. Especially if you travel via airplane or if you do street photography or you try to shoot a candid photos. Because these cameras, as what I've said, is kind of intimidating because of the size. And that's basically like one of the major cons of DSLR. And then, um, 
that's the main cause um actually really so when it comes to the pricing DSLR also have a budget um, camera which you can buy for under a thousand dollars or even five hundred dollars you know um, you can still get a decent APS-C cameras that can still do the job um, going to a mirrorless camera these mirrorless cameras since this is new this is still you know mirrorless cameras are expensive and if budget is not the problem for your case then you can go and try a mirrorless camera now the pros of mirrorless camera is basically the size it can do the job the size is small but the price is high that's you know that's the pros and cons and then these mirrorless cameras another pros of mirrorless cameras is if you do video it can shoot up to 4k up to 30 to 60 frames per second and 120 frames per second if you shoot in 1080p which Canon cameras or DSLR cameras is struggling to reach this kind of benchmark and I don't know why and I, I'm not sure if Canon is holding back to release a, a full frame or whether a crap sensor type of camera to shoot 4k and I don't know why they're still um, stuck in 1080p which the generation right now almost use um, a 4k even cell phones right now iPhones or Samsung they shoot 4k and can do as far as 120 frames per second slow motion and I don't know why Canon didn't you know go with the ride maybe they they have plans on the future but i just don't know why and i can't understand why they're still you know they're staying in the 1080p um 60 frames per second which i guess considering the price maybe it's under a thousand dollars that maybe that's the reason why so for me the main question here is what type of camera should you get should you get a DSLR or should you get a mirrorless camera? Okay, so one. Uh, let me add one more um, pros to the um, DSLR cameras because uh, I, I really want you to decide which camera do you, will you choose or you, will you choose to buy. And sorry for um, juggling with this because this is a one-take podcast and this is a one-time podcast there's no editing with this and i just want to share this with you guys so that you can decide which camera will you get if you are in the situation right now of you know don't know what to do of which camera should you buy because you're really eager to start your content you're really eager to to start making videos and you know start shooting photos and yeah so let's go which camera should you buy okay so um first if you are planning to shoot a events okay and you really want to look as a professional you know type of looking photographer then and um the budget is not really the issue then you can go ahead and buy 
or choose the DSLR cameras for one reason okay especially if you're shooting portrait or people for one reason Canon has still the best um, color space when it's when it's come when it when it comes to skin tone okay by far the best okay, okay? Canon has the best skin tone ever um, for their DSLR that is why Canon is still existing right now because the technology is you know very awesome and you know I'm, I, I'm I'm not sure if like some other companies are trying to to um, compete this one or try to beat that um, area uh, for, for the skin tone but Canon is still has still have the best um, skin tone um, when it comes to DSLR and then if you shoot or if you like traveling and especially if you travel the world and you know it's a fast pace I guess it's better for you to buy a mirrorless camera considering the the um, the size considering the quality of the camera which you don't need to use a ton of lenses a ton of um, of accessories because mirrorless cameras is a a digital driven cameras that can really um you know can really cope up with those professional cameras whether your mirrorless camera is a crap sensor or whether your uh, mirrorless camera is a full frame um, sensor so I guess like that is why mirrorless camera is a little bit pricey because of the technology and because of the size and how fast it is and when it comes to autofocus you know um, before like 20, 2015 or 2016 and earlier um, DSLR has the best autofocus on that date but since technology is evolving 2018 mirrorless cameras is coping up and they're even more better when it comes to autofocusing that is why um, if you choose and if you don't know what mirrorless camera should you get if if you have a limited budget and you want a mirrorless camera then go for a uh, Sony Alpha 6000 okay so if that if you can still if you can still like add a little bit more money then go for Alpha, uh, Sony Alpha 6300 and then if you still have you know if you want to push the edge and you really want to get you know your your money for the best you know quality that you can get push up to the Sony A6500 that is the latest crap sensor of Sony which is absolutely amazing okay the autofocus it can shoot 4k up to 30 frames per second it can shoot 120 frames per second in 1080p and then there's nothing more that you'll look for it okay a6500 has everything inside and this isn't a sponsor podcast for sony but i use sony a6500 personally that is why i really like it and of course i'm not just one-sided because i also shoot canon when it comes to um um uh, portrait 
especially if I'm shooting um, where uh, not weddings because I don't shoot weddings, but you know people or a candid um, people which you know a little bit of a distance because I have a 50 millimeter. Um, 1.4 lens which is really really awesome I can really you know explain how awesome that lens is and sometimes I transfer or use that 50mm lens to my Sony with the adapter the Metabones adapter well if you want to get um, the link or the access of these um, cameras that I just mentioned you can just go to my YouTube channel and all of the links or all of the gears that I use is in the description on my YouTube channel just search Miles Lacoste and you'll find my videos over there so basically which camera would you choose okay Canon or not Canon or not a particular brand but is it a DSLR or a mirrorless camera again if budget is a problem and you want if and you want and you still want to get the best quality then go for Canon especially if you go for um, if you do a, a portrait photography or fashion photography skin tone is the best when it comes to DSLR and then if you are a travel vlogger or a travel person that really love to travel and take pictures and you still want to get the same results as you know this professional DSLR then you can go full frame or no a mirrorless camera which by far Sony is the best I guess and also Fujifilm are doing great when it comes to um, mirrorless cameras so um, maybe the main factor that you should consider is the price and the quality and the size okay so for the price this is uh, you can find cameras um, that is very low price in DSLR if it's in quality you can both uh, find between DSLR and mirrorless the best quality as you can have for the uh, size you can go for mirrorless camera because mirrorless cameras are small and DSLR cameras are huge so those are just um, the considering factor that you should think of when you buy your cameras and I hope um, you learned something from this podcast and um, as you can hear my voice is really bad when I woke up this morning my voice is so I don't know how to explain my voice earlier but it's really scratchy and it sounds like I am an old huge guy but other than that everything is good and it's really a good weather today sun is up and I can see some clouds here and hopefully the weather in your place right now is pretty good and hopefully that will um, contribute so that you will feel more energetic you will feel more inspired and you will go out there and take up pictures and shoot some videos okay so without further ado i hope you learned something if you do then leave your comment down below and let me know which part you learned something and if you don't learn something then just let me know so that we can improve this podcast and we can improve this community and build and grow this community because i want to build a like-minded community 
photographers, creative artists, designers, filmmakers. I want to gather all those creative artists in one place and share input, okay? And I'm also gonna, um, you know, look for someone who can I interview if you have an experience so that, you know, you can share with us your experience, how you get started, where you are right now, all this kind of stuff. And everyone will learn in this podcast and I hope that I inspire you and I hope that I ignited the, the inner part of you to do something you love and do it because I just love what Elvis Presley um, sung okay I did it my way okay so that's all for today guys and share this with your friends who you think might benefit with this podcast and who you think might learn in this podcast so always remember do more what makes you awesome then forge your lifestyle adios